When I was a child, my parents fought all the time. My mom was yelling at my dad. You're never home. Have you forgotten that you have a family? Dad wasn't saying anything to her accusations. He stood silent, staring at the floor in guilt. We found out later that he'd found another family. It turned out that somewhere I even had a little brother. For some time, Dad still lived with us. But one not-so-great day, without even saying goodbye, he disappeared. That's how my mom and I were left alone. I don't remember much about that time. Just my mother's tears and my anger towards my father. Hi, my name is Quinn, and ever since Dad left the family, I've only been telling the truth. One day I realized I couldn't lie. If I tried to lie just one bit, I'd get nauseous. Like I drank sour yogurt, my face would immediately turn green and you could tell I was hiding something. It wasn't hard to guess that this was causing me a lot of problems. Ever since I was a little girl, I had no secrets. Mom always knew who broke her favorite vase or who ate all the candy. It was unbearable. While my peers would sneak out of the house and go to the movies, I was sitting in my room and looking out through the window. School was no better. I always said what I thought and that quickly made me an outcast. They always laughed at me and teased, Quinn, what do you think of Kevin's mole? And of course, I couldn't tell, it's okay, it's just a mole. Instead, I would say, it's just awful. It looks like an old man's wrinkled skin. Everyone laughed, and Kevin looked at me like a bull would look at a red rag. And then one day, when I said to Susan, I think you've gained a few pounds, she couldn't take it anymore and attacked me like a madman. It was a miracle I wasn't hurt. But it wasn't that bad. By high school, everyone got used to my peculiarity and treated it like something normal. When I said, Douglas, you look like a toad, Douglas was not offended. He took it for granted. Well, a toad and a toad, he would say, and he didn't even break out in a sweat of anger. Things went well for a while, but then there was this new kid in our class, Trevor. He was so damn handsome, like he walked out from an ad of Billboard. I just kept picturing him driving a sports car through the desert like Johnny Depp in a perfume commercial. Quinn! Quinn! The teacher's voice came over me as if from afar. Huh? Trevor's image was fading, and the outline of the classroom began to show through. What were you thinking about? Trevor. I admitted and blushed. Everyone laughed, and Trevor was embarrassed. You're such an idiot, I thought. I wanted to punch myself in the forehead. Mrs. Bishop told everyone to be quiet, and we went on with our sine and cosine lessons as if nothing had happened. In biology, I did even better. It was practice day. We had to dissect frogs. We were divided into pairs. And of course, I was paired with Trevor. There was laughter all over the class, and the classmates started whispering. Hi, I'm Trevor. The guy said as we sat down at the same table, and I'm Quinn. I could feel the nausea in my throat, and it wasn't the cut-up frog. I think it was the heart, Trevor suggested, and made notes in his notebook. Then he looked at me and asked, what do you think? The nausea got worse. My partner realized something was wrong with me and asked, what's wrong with you? I couldn't take it anymore, so I blurted out, I like you, and then I turned away so Trevor wouldn't see my flushed face. I expected him to laugh out loud, but Trevor didn't say anything in response to my confession and continued sketching the frog's internal organs. I smiled in relief and started scribbling in my notebook too. Trevor was different. This ridiculous situation brought us closer together, and eventually we became friends. No one understood what he saw in me, especially the girls. They were prettier than me, and they didn't tell the truth left and right, I told Trevor about my peculiarity. To which he responded, That's cool. It's like you have a superpower. 
Except it's not a superpower, it's a super weakness, I smiled. My happiness ended one beautiful day when I overheard Barbara and Samantha talking. It was in the ladies' room. Barbara was telling her friend about how she'd been secretly dating Brandon while her boyfriend Matt was in the hospital with a broken leg. I giggled, and in doing so, I gave myself away. Barbara hissed menacingly. Is that you, crazy? Look, if anyone finds out about this, you'll be sorry. Well now, I'm definitely screwed. Barbara and Samantha walked out, slamming the door loudly, and I felt a wave of nausea come over me. Not again, I said out loud. There were still two more classes to go. I sat at my desk with a face like I was about to faint. When the bell rang, I jumped out of the classroom and ran home. It's okay, I reassured myself. I've already forgotten what they were talking about. But as happens with unlucky people, I met Emma, the meanest girl in school and a terrible gossip girl. What's new? She asked. I couldn't help myself and I told her everything. What Emma knew, the whole school knew. She literally tweeted the same second that Barbara had cheated on Matt with Brandon. That's how my life turned hell. The next day, Barbara's face twisted with anger greeted me. The rumor of her cheating had led to Matt breaking up with her. Matt had broken up with her. And Barbara couldn't handle the fact that someone had dumped her. After all, she's the most popular girl in school. That's how I made a nemesis. In normal life, people don't have nemeses, but not when you can't keep your mouth shut. Barbara started bullying me. She and her pack of girlfriends wore t-shirts with a picture of my face in a red crossed out circle, and there was a caption above it, crazy. It reminded everyone of my truthful statements once again, and what everyone was already used to became insulting and unpleasant again. I felt like I was back in junior high and everyone hated me. Barbara was a talented manipulator, so even the few people who sympathized with me turned their backs on me. Kevin, remember what she said about your mole? What about you, Susan? Quinn was the one who said you were fat. I didn't say that, but no one cared anymore. There was even a Twitter account where someone, though everyone knew it was Barbara, was tweeting my bad lines. For example, about how I had never met a stupider person than Steven, and Trevor was the only one who backed me up, but I screwed up here too. When he said, don't pay attention to them, they don't mean it. I couldn't help myself and told him that he didn't understand because he hadn't been in my shoes. The guy turned around and walked away. Trevor stopped responding to my texts, and he was looking away every time he saw me. I couldn't go over and apologize because I didn't feel guilty. I was mad at everyone, even at Trevor. During chemistry class, Barbara started going on and on about how much of a horrible person I was. She made me look like the devil. That time, I couldn't take it anymore and I punched her. Another one of my antics got on Twitter. Crazy Quinn got into a fight today. Barbara and I were called to the principal's office, but before he had a chance to say anything, I, in my usual fashion, accused him of not caring about his students, that he didn't even try to deal with the situation. Barbara, unlike me, played the role of the victim and almost tearfully said, I'm sorry, Quinn, if I did something to hurt you. I was furious. In the end, she got off with a warning and they gave me a month of detention. I stayed after school to scrub the floors and scrape off the gum glued to the desks. Barbara could rejoice and boldly declare herself a winner, but that wasn't enough. She aimed at Trevor, the last act in her Shakespearean revenge play. It made me very angry because I couldn't fake laughing at Trevor's every line and showering him with compliments. It was mean and low. It was one thing to shame me in front of everyone and tell them how bad I was, but stealing a guy? 
It was the end of the year, and that meant the traditional school prom was getting closer and closer. I wasn't going to go there. I didn't want another round of humiliation. My mother, however, didn't want to hear about it. It was useless to argue with her. Moreover, she was well aware of my situation. Mom said, You cannot show weakness. Go there and pretend that you do not care about their opinion. It wasn't your fault. I went to the ball after all. Everyone was staring at me like I'd escaped from an asylum. I could see it on their faces. Why did she come? Probably wants to spoil everyone's mood. Let them say what they want, I thought. Barbara's appearance disturbed my brief peace. Guess who she came with? I couldn't imagine how Trevor would fall for her sugary sweet flattery. Did he really like Barbara? I was pissed at the world for not being fair, and by the law of meanness, Trevor and Barbara were chosen king and queen of the prom. Finish, I decided. The couple went out to receive their crowns, and I, not quite knowing what I was doing, suddenly ran out onto the stage and grabbed the microphone. What is that psycho doing here? I heard shouts from the crowd. Stop talking, said my inner voice. Clenching my fists, I spoke. I sincerely want to apologize to everyone who was offended by my words. I apologize to Barbara for revealing her secret. I'm very sorry for what happened, but I can't not tell you the truth. And you know, it's better than you hate me for the rest of your life, but I know that I have not lied to anyone in my life. I thought I was going to get pelted with rotten tomatoes or booed, but all of a sudden, everyone started applauding. Trevor came up and hugged me and said, Good for you for speaking up. Barbara wasn't the only one who wasn't happy. After all, I had stolen her moment of glory. She came up to me with a strange smile and pushed me hard. I flew off the stage and fell into the darkness. I woke up in a hospital. The doctor said that I had hit my head when I landed and lost consciousness. Nothing serious, just a mild concussion. My mother came into the room and hugged me tightly. Trevor came in with a bouquet of flowers. I wouldn't be me if I didn't say, I don't like orchids. And then Trevor and I laughed out loud together. Barbara was stripped of her prom queen title, and they even wanted to expel her from school, but they changed their minds. Well, that's okay. I thought, you can't stay mad at her forever. Everyone calmed down again. I wasn't being teased anymore, and Trevor went from close friend to boyfriend, which I was really happy about. What would you do if everyone turned on you for telling the truth? Write your answers in the comments.